Hello, this is Ben Eshmade and welcome to this King's Place podcast. 2018 sees the double celebration of the 10th birthday of King's Place and the 10th birthday of Artistic Associates Edition Records. To celebrate both, Mercury-nominated ensemble Dinosaur return once more to King's Place to mark and play music from their new album Wonder Trail on Thursday the 3rd of May. This second album sees the band continue their writing of folk-infused grooves and glistening melodies, using the studio as an instrument for the first time, as they create what has been described as synth-pop meets jazz band. I joined trumpeter Laura Judd to learn more about Dinosaur. Do you see any boundaries in music? Well, not really. I mean, I see them in front of me in the way that things are categorised. There's so much music that I absolutely love, whether it's from the classical shelf or the uh, jazz or rock or pop or folk or whatever, that when it comes to my own music, yeah, there's not really any boundaries, stylistically anyway. Mm. It's just, it is what it is, you know. And the name Dinosaur is fantastic as well because it doesn't give you a clue. Yeah, I quite like that. So it, it leaves the door open for us to... I mean, inevitably, the music we play and the music I write will change. That's just like, that's something I can't really help, like developing what I'm do- up to creatively. The things I'm inspired by will obviously develop and are always changing, you know, every day. So uh, it leaves the door open in that sense. And this particular project, how did it sort of come about in the first place? Yeah, well, I studied music, well, jazz trumpet at Trinity Lab and Conservatoire of Music and Dance. And that's actually where I met all of the members of Dinosaur. So we were playing, we've been playing as a band for sort of seven, nearly eight years now. So quite a long time for a young band, actually, because mm. I've written music for all kinds of ensembles. And, and it's about how do I get a kind of traditional jazz you know, instrumentation, how do I get those musicians, including myself, obviously, to recreate some things that are perhaps stylistically from places I've heard heard elsewhere, you know, Mm. how do I kind of bring those sounds into a kind of band setting, something with bass, drums and keys. And our first album as a band came out in 2016. So Mm. even though we've been playing for quite a while, so we kind of waited and kept the lid on things before... uh, unleashing anything in recorded format. How do you see yourself as the trumpet player in Dinosaur? Do you consider the trumpet as a singer, as the, the, the driver of the melody? Yeah, I mean, it's an interesting challenge. How do you engage an audience in the same... Like, you can't possibly engage an audience in the same way that you could with words, because automatic language is such a... It's such an incredible tool in order to mm. sort of engage other human beings. So and even just the sound of the human voice, it's very powerful because we all have one. How close can you get to that as an instrumental band? But then on the other hand, there are actually a couple of tracks on the new album coming out in May, um, which are actually, there's some vocals on there, actually. So I actually, a couple of moments, put the trumpet down and, and sing a little bit with Cory on drums as well. We both sort of sing in kind of oh, wow. octaves. That's fun. Um, and that's a sort of slightly newer element to the to the band, just because I wouldn't necessarily define myself as a singer. I would in the sense that everyone is a singer. So it's kind of got that kind of very folk, kind of just human, breezy singing approach. Could be anyone in their kitchen or their bathroom, but um, or anywhere else, by the way. I'm not just restricting singing to those two rooms. <laughs> 
how does the relationship, the collaboration work with the other band members? Obviously, you've been doing it for years, so I'm sure some of it's quite instinctual. Is there give and take? Is there improvisation on, on what you bring to them? Yeah, I think the more we've got to know each other, especially when I'm writing the music, because I know each of their playing so deeply now, I'm very much thinking about them when I'm writing. You know, I'm not I'm not really thinking about drums when I'm writing the drum part. I'm, I'm thinking about Corey. It kind of goes beyond instrumentation in that sense. It's like the, the people are the instruments and you're, you're really hearing their characters and their, their personalities and the way, the way that you know they'll take hold of something and bring it to life. And that, that's the fun thing. So I'm, I'm kind of paving the, this sort of structure. And I, and I actually write everything out quite, uh, quite specifically, actually, because people ask me that a lot, you know. Mm. But I actually write out all the information quite specifically. But then... Yeah, when we actually rehearse, that all that specific stuff is very much open to interpretation, being coloured in in any way. So, same with the other instruments as well, Connor on bass and Corey. They might bring something to some of my music which I'd never thought of, and that's what makes it really exciting and special, I suppose. I did want to move on to Edition Records in the sense that this is part of a series for its 10th birthday. Interested to ask you, how has the label supported you? I presume in usual and unusual ways. Yeah, I think it's anyone releasing instrumental, improvised jazz music, whatever, in 2018 is very brave, you know. It's a very brave thing to do. It's certainly not the obvious, sensible career choice. <laughs> Sorry, Dave from Edition. But um, he's pretty mad to go for it. And I really respect the fact that he's persevering over time. He's built something which has got, you know, a great reputation. And, and, and also, it's quite exciting at the moment because with the few different sounding bands coming on board like he's the label slightly rethinking how it presents itself which is exciting you know because mm. you've got to develop what you do you know whether it's music or whether it's a record label and yeah it's really exciting to be part of that label now and yeah in terms of expectations I, I just yeah anything that the label can do to assist presenting your music whether that's visually in terms of album art videos and all the things behind the scenes that a record label that's been going for a long time like Edition has been able to build up press like mm. basically telling the world that your album exists that's much easier to do with um, it's got a great following and infrastructure in place to really help communicate whatever we make. Could you talk a little bit about 
the new album. How do you capture the tunes? Yeah, well, this 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 album has been the most ambitious in terms of the recording process. This fantastic guy, Sonny Johns, uh, produced the album and he also recorded and mixed it. We met up a lot before going into the studio to talk about how we might go about executing recording the tunes. And the previous album we made, it was very much like we toured the music and then went into a studio and, and it was kind of like playing another gig when we did the tunes. We just played them pretty much live. Mm. There might have been the occasional overdub or whatever, but it was all it was all live. Whereas this one, we've really kind of gone to town with using the studio to multi-track, to perhaps create loops and layer things up in a way that creates sounds that are only really possible in the studio. So kind of using the studio mm. more like another instrument, which mm. is was a real fantastic thing for me. Like I learned a lot about, yeah, what's possible and... I think it really works with the with the compositions. Each tune, each piece on the album lent itself to a different kind of studio technique. I mean, there are and there are moments as well where we are playing very much live because perhaps the music at that time suited mm. that approach more. You know, maybe when we're doing some more improvisatory stuff, it's great if we're all playing at the same time. And that comes back to what I was talking about at the beginning in the interview. That that shows that you're not being defined by what a jazz band is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I've. I've I haven't really played the album to many people, but uh, a good friend of mine, Ben Corrigan, composer and electronic artist, does all kinds of stuff. But he uh, he was saying that the other day. It doesn't because I played him a little bit of the album. He was saying it doesn't really feel like what you would expect from a jazz band. So it sort of takes you to a slightly different space. So goodness knows how we can describe that. But uh, I'll leave that to everyone else when the album's out. <laughs> Playing live is how is that as an experience? It, it, is it? Is it something that you relax into or does it change? Yeah, for me, I tend to have periods of time in the year where I'm touring and gigging a lot and then other periods when I'm not. Yeah, I guess the more I've performed, especially with Dinosaur, it starts to feel very much like a second home on stage with mm. the band. Because no matter if whether you're on a small in a small little club in a small stage or on a big stage playing to hundreds or thousands of people, it, it feels like the same space, whether it's in mm. this country, in another country, it doesn't really matter. So that's a really nice a nice thing. It, it must be a release well, firstly, obviously, when the album's out, but then to perform it and feel that all this work finally is out there. and Yeah, it's it's so nice because, obviously, we, we've made the album and it's there, but the whole point of making it, it was to share it with other people and communicate it to, to an audience and other people's ears, you know. So, yeah, I've been fortunate to perform uh, at King's Place a couple of times with Dinosaur and perhaps with some other things. Um, I've definitely been an audience member here many times and that and that's always fantastic. It's a really nice space, fantastic place to see live music. I'm also involved with the National Youth Jazz Collective, which is based at King's Place. And a few times throughout the year, I, I come here on a Sunday and spend uh, my time with under 18 uh, sort of young jazz musicians making music, which is really fun. So I feel very at home in this venue so very happy to be yeah releasing this album launching this live at king's place it's gonna be great
Thanks to Laura for joining us. Dinosaur launched their new album, Wonder Trail, on the 3rd of May at 8pm in Hall 1 as part of Edition 10, Edition Records' 10th birthday celebrations at the venue. Also in this series, you can see Snow Poet on the 10th of April and Enemy on the 24th of May. Visit kingsplace.co.uk for more details. Thanks for listening. <laughs>